Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanby. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 7, Episode 18 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is We Do, or in Germany, the title is Wedding Bells. Our IMDb user synopsis is, A big storm interferes with Lucy and Kevin's wedding plans. Kevin's family and many of the guests have trouble getting to the church. That's it. Full stop. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, before I get into the first impression, I just wanted to hit some of our listeners with some trivia. Um, so this is close to, I think, the I don't know if this is exactly the 150th episode, but the recording of this took place very close to the 150th episode. And so um, there's like, and because the wedding was a good reason to get a lot of old cast members to come back, they did a like a 100 little party, yeah, a little party celebrating the fact that Seventh Heaven had made it to that many episodes. And further good news was that before this episode aired, Seventh Heaven got renewed not only for another season but for another two seasons. Um, and so, on and on and on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, I think, uh, enough for now. We'll get into some more fun things as we talk about the episode. Um, oh, actually, I guess I can mention this now. Um, some of the music that's playing in the background in this episode actually is songs that Stephen Collins sang off of Stephen Collins' album at the time called Stephen Collins. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, my first impression of this episode was actually, I don't know, I, I'm a sucker for a wedding. (laughs) What can I say? Um, like, I thought actually that a lot of the side plots were really, like, reasons to put side plots in when they really could have just focused on, like, a wholesome wedding. But like Which a, is what it should have been. Yeah. But I, I do have to say that like when a bunch of the people started coming back and we started recognizing the faces, that like warmed my heart. It made it it warmed my little cold heart, so yeah. I liked it. Alright. Um so I guess we'll jump into the cold open. We well, are at a wedding rehearsal. Yes, and it is a very dreary day mm-hmm. and there is you can hear there's like a storm outside. Um, it's quite stormy. Yeah, uh, and it's just the immediate Camden family, so it's Lucy, Ruthie, the twins, and Simon, as well as, uh, the Rev and Annie, and then it's just Kevin there, um, and they're having a little wedding rehearsal, you know, all the, and then you'll kiss the bride, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's over, they're all heading out of the church when Gabrielle returns, one of our favorite, uh, Seventh Heaven guest stars. Played Um, by Phyllis Diller. And we learn that the colonel and Ruth will be unable to make it to the wedding, but she sent they sent Gabrielle as their wedding present, and she's basically there kind of like she was earlier in the season. She's there to assist Annie or anyone with anything they might need. Uh, so she back, and they send her away. Then, and if, I think this is supposed to be, like, cute or clever or something, Annie says, I hope that wasn't a bad omen, and then Ruthie says, I hope that wasn't a bad omen, and then finally Lucy says, I hope that wasn't a bad omen, as in Gabrielle being the the bad omen. Um, This also comes on the heels of the fact that the storm has somehow caused all of the, not somehow, but definitely. Well, it's California, so rain stops everything. And it caused... Or so I hear. (laughs) So it's caused all of the airports to be shut down, and which has caused a lot of the people that are flying in, like, nobody knows if they're actually going to make it. So there's a lot of, like, is Mary going to be there? Are Matt and Sarah going to make it? What about Mrs. King Kirk and Ben? 
we don't, the first, one of the first things Aaron and I mentioned was why did Ben leave? <laughs> yes, because Ben was in the last episode and he pretended to go to Florida, but then he didn't. So, like, he should, he was, he's in the last two episodes, I feel like. He yes. Def- yeah, so, um, I don't know why he left, only to cause more drama, I guess. And so everybody's really concerned about who can make it and who's not going to make it. And there's kind of this, like, air around the beginning of, like, the cold open where everybody's kind of concerned that maybe the wedding will be canceled. So that's where we're going to leave it for now. Um, obviously, the bulk of this episode is all about the wedding, um, and we want to get to that. But we want to talk about one of the side, one of the only side plots that happen in this episode, which revolve around. Well, I guess it kind of starts with Roxy. Um, so we come back from the cold open, and we see that Hank. Hank's car is kind of driven off the road, and he's trying to start it, but he's stuck in the mud, and Roxy comes through in a police car. And you brought up a good point about her driving by herself. Oh, yeah. Well, like, again, we are not police officers. We do not know. But I'm pretty sure that police officers are always supposed to work in pairs just for safety reasons. So, obviously, Kevin is at his wedding rehearsal, but, like, wouldn't they have someone covering for him uh, just for safety? I don't know. So Roxy offers um, Hank a ride because he's, like, going to deliver a baby and he's stuck or whatever. So he gets a ride to the hospital and we later catch up with Roxanne because Chandler's in the hospital. And Chandler's there uh, being a real good guy, actually, because he's offered to pick Ben and Mrs. King Kirk up from Las Vegas. Which is as far as they could get um, today. There was no... Uh, because there's no flights to California. They couldn't get to California. And there so, were no rental cars. And there were no rental cars anywhere at all in McCarran International Airport. So they had to go. Uh, so anyway, Chandler and Roxy embark on a road trip to go get... Well, we don't we don't see this. We don't catch up with them until um, Ben and Mrs. Kingkirk are in the car. Um, and at this point... We see that Roxanne is very, very sick. Um, she, they're like at a gas station. She is um, in the bathroom throwing up. Uh, and Ben and uh, this is like kind of like stupid. Nothing really happens for a while. Roxanne is just getting sick. Chandler keeps pleading with her to go to the hospital. She doesn't want to go. They have to get back for the wedding because she'll be in so much trouble with Kevin if she's not at the wedding. Um, and Ben is getting agitated because he's like, come on, we have to go or we're not going to make it. So tensions are growing because Chandler wants Roxanne to go to the hospital. Roxanne doesn't, Roxanne wants to get to the wedding. Ben is angry that all of this is holding them up. Um, and Mrs. Kinkirk is literally fed up with all of these children. Yes. Um, so the next time we return to them, we've already like kind of seen, like Aaron mentioned, there's a lot of tension. There's also like some like threats of violence between Ben and Chandler and, what we're gathering here is, like, every few, what, minutes they've had to stop to let Roxanne throw up. And so they've stopped, and Ben's like, enough is enough. Like, let's, like, do something about this. So once Roxanne goes off to throw up again behind a trash can, uh, Chandler punches Kev- not Kevin, Ben in the face, and they start brawling. And then suddenly Mrs. King Kirk is, like, defending her son to Roxanne, and then Roxanne and her start brawling. And I'm like... Being serious when I say they're just, like, rolling around in the ground. Yes, nobody's really doing much fighting, uh, so... 
Some fun facts about this scene, besides the fact that you can very clearly tell that these are all stunt people <laughs> with very bad wigs, um, but also, I guess, as an homage to another WB show that is amazing, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Roxanne's outfit at the end of this, uh, during this fight scene, is the exact same outfit that Buffy wears in the finale of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I didn't really catch it until somebody else I, told me. Yeah, I would not have noticed that. But... Uh... Okay. But good on them. Yeah. Good I mean, on. Roxanne's a very poor Buffy, but okay. Yes. Um, All of the fighting in this was very, that puts, the, 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 obviously the WB wasn't sharing choreographers, like yeah. fight choreographers. Or stunt was, people or anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's really it. We, I guess like the whole like mystery is will they or will they not make it to the wedding? Um, so now we'll get back to the actual wedding storyline. Um, so we're back at uh, the Camden household um, where Lucy can't go to sleep and she goes downstairs and goes into Ruthie's former room uh, where Kevin is sleeping. Um, we are not really given a reason as to why Kevin's sleeping in the house. We're just, we're, we're, we just assumed, as you know, smart and involved audience members that was because of the rain. And maybe there's leaks in the garage, but nobody, nobody told us anything, uh, which is poor storytelling, Seventh Heaven. Um, so Lucy goes into the room. She's talking about having, you know, like thoughts, doubts, doubts about the wedding. She's not like, and Kevin is like, Oh, you don't need to be nervous or whatever. Um, I don't know. And so Kevin thinks that she's talking about like being nervous about having sex with him. And that's, I think that's supposed to be funny, but yeah, I didn't laugh. Um, so especially because he's sleeping I, we just want to take a moment to discuss this. He's sleeping, he's sleeping naked. Yeah. In Ruthie's bed. Yes. So, like, which is... Ruthie's old bed. Yeah. But, like, it's weird. Yeah. Um, like, sleeping naked in your own bed is fine. And sleeping naked in, like, a partner's bed, obviously also fine. But when you're a guest in somebody else's home... Also, I was like, he normally stays in the garage apartment and, like, is alone up there. So why would he sleep naked when he's in the house? Like, of all reasons, well, that shouldn't be it. Yeah. It's, don't Don't sleep naked in the house. Anyway, we find out that Lucy's very excited about the wedding night. So it's not that. It's just that she wants her family and stuff to be there. And Kevin does a really good job of kind of talking her off the cliff, saying, you know, these people are our family members, but right now, like, you're the only family that I need. And after this wedding, we're going to be each other's family, and that's all I need. So as long as you're there, that's all that is important. And Lucy is like, this is exactly what Lucy needs to hear. There's some, like doubts with Lucy also about him actually showing up for the wedding. She's afraid she's going to be left at the altar. So, yeah, you know, it's your typical, like... Wedding doubts. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we, after that, well, we, the whole family is outside and looking at the room that formerly was Ruthie, Robbie, you know, Matt. Yeah, who, all, all those room. people standing there. They're all standing outside, and they're like, oh, what do you think's going on in there? What are they talking about? What are they doing? Um, and then we hear, like, a loud giggle from Lucy, and that's when we find out that Kevin is sleeping naked. So Lucy is like, I'm going to step outside while you get dressed, and then we'll go talk in the kitchen or something. So Lucy steps outside the room. She sees the entire family standing there. Um they all say things. I don't know. They're all what? concerned that the wedding's canceled. Yes. And their ma- major concern for the wedding being canceled is not really Lucy or Kevin. It's the Rev. So Simon, Ruthie, and Annie are all concerned that if the wedding gets canceled, that the Rev is going to back out from returning to the church. Like, he'll take this as some, like, sign. Bad omen. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, what it's about. So, uh, and that's really it at the end of the night. 
Um, we finally, like, wake up in the next morning, and we see that Lucy has, like, she's not concerned, like, not as concerned as she was now. She's getting ready, um, and we get the first of flash a flashback sequence, I guess. Yeah. Um, the Rev has flashbacks to scenes we've never seen before. <laughs> so, yay. Um, it's, like, baby Lucy and toddler Lucy and... Doing cutesy things, yeah. And then crying. Yeah. Because that's what Lucy does. And the Rev's all emotional because his daughter's growing up. Um, later on, like, uh, while this is happening with Lucy and the Rev, Simon and Kevin are lounging in the living room watching Mighty Mouse. Um, and Kevin asks Simon to be his backup, uh best man which makes sense when you think about it i guess because he doesn't have any friends really yet at the although you said we both agreed that roxanne should really be his best man although lucy would probably lose her shit if that was yes the point is if ben doesn't show up then obviously right yeah yeah. ben doesn't show up roxanne is the next logical choice but i guess after that it's simon because he hasn't been in glen oak that long and he doesn't have that many friends i guess um simon brings up a good point when he's like what about matt and uh, Kevin's like, I don't know Matt at well, that well. I was like, that's actually very true. They have not really interacted at all because this was a, quite a whirl, whirlwind <laughs> romance in that... Um, he really like came onto the show for season seven and that's yeah. when Barry Watson left. So, yeah. That's really strange that they've had no interact, like not really any interactions on the show. I mean, he was at Matt's wedding, but that's not... <laughs> yeah, he was just like a date at the wedding. Um... So, uh, as we said, there were like there's a couple of flashback scenes, and the next one happens when Annie like gets a look at Lucy getting ready, and Annie has a flashback to um, Mrs. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and we don't. We don't. We looked it up like once. I feel like we always forget her name. It's just not worth it. She was in one episode. Yeah. I mean, they bring her up a lot, but yeah, she was only in one episode. Uh, So Annie has a flashback with her mother and Lucy, and we're like, we have to recall back that Lucy had a really close relationship with her grandmother. There's another, there's a flashback that we do recognize from, I think it's with a little help from my friends, where um, Annie gives a locket to Lucy. Wow. That's a... I have no idea when that's from. <laughs> um, oh, I read it. Oh, <laughs> I don't, okay. I, this is not I thought, me. like, you just remembered off the oh, top no, of your no, head. No, I was no, like, no. I'm very impressed no, right no, no, now. No, 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 no. I would not. That's not something I would remember. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it's all about it's all about Lucy and how she's grown up. Um, and this is when the action starts taking place. We have Mary calling, letting us know that she's gotten a car and she's about a few hours away. And she's, and she's bringing someone. We're like, ooh, who could it be? Uh, we also get a call from Grandpa Jack, who's getting a ride from Phyllis Diller. Uh, Grandpa Jackson. Oh, I wrote Grandpa his Jack. Name is Char- his know, name is Charlie. I know. Charlie. I know that. I was Charles Jackson. I was just reading my um my notes, and I like abbreviated it to Grand Jack, and I wrote <laughs> Grandpa Grandpa Jackson. Grandpa Jackson. I was like, who the hell's Grandpa Jack? <laughs> um, we also uh, find out that Hank and Julie might not be able to make it because. because- because Erica and the new baby, who is apparently still nameless, just are just getting over the flu, and like either Hank or Julie needs to stay with them, so only one of them c- might possibly make the wedding. Um, we d- already know that the Ruth and Colonel are not, um, and the Colonel are not coming, uh, but we also now find out that they're no Patty Mary either. 
Um, we, Which is just a kind of left open. We don't ever find out why. Um, I mentioned this myself. Uh, we actually haven't had any mention of Robbie past... Past he moved to Florida to be with his mom. Um, and he's basically been completely forgotten about for the last... Like, since, like, the last episode he was on, he's been completely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. But I thought this would have been a nice episode for them to be like, oh, Robbie couldn't make it because his mother's in the hospital or something. Yeah. But there's no mention of Robbie even being invited, which I think is weird because he was such an integral part of the family for so many seasons. I mean, and they're inviting fucking Chandler. So, like... <laughs> I think Chandler is, like, Roxanne's plus one. Well... Well, they're inviting Roxanne, so yeah. <laughs> there. Well, um, that's Ke- that's Kevin's side. <laughs> okay, fine. Fine, Aaron. Kevin fine. doesn't get to invite that many people because they, they don't live there, so. Um, I also wanted to quickly talk about um, the budding romance between Grandpa Jackson and Gab- Ga- Gabrielle. Okay, it was really just a come on, and then uh, he, I think Grandpa Jackson was sexually harassed. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we'd also just like to take a moment. Um, so the actor that plays uh, Charles Jackson, um, Graham... Graham Jarvis. Graham, yeah. Um, this is his last appearance on television because he actually died very shortly after the recording of this and only five days before this episode aired on television. So this is Grandpa Jackson's last hurrah And yeah, rip. So, um, I wonder if they're going to, like, if he's just gonna be, not going to be mentioned or if they're going to kill him. Ooh, that's a bad way to say it. If he's going to die, like, off screen, or if he's just going to... Um, I believe it's eventually... De- I forget. This is... It's been so long now. They deal with it eventually, I believe. I don't think they just leave it, like, hanging like you never see him again. Um, and there's no Ginger in this because Ginger doesn't t- trust Gabrielle's driving. So Ginger doesn't come to the wedding either. Um, we see... Like, there's a moment where the Rev is watching kind of, like, the wedding party members come down the stairs in their outfits, and he sees that all his kids are growing up. We have Ruthie as a bridesmaid. Uh, We find out that she really wants to marry Peter, which is just strange. Which is a bad idea. (laughs) She's, like, 12. Yeah. Um, Oh, and he calls her honey and sweetheart. Which is why she wants to marry him. It says it makes her feel cool. Yeah. It does not make me feel cool. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, he, she, he, the Rev also sees Simon all grown up, and yeah, it's all like a thing. Um, Peter and Cecilia show up, and we go to the church where Lucy now has cold feet. She's concerned that she hasn't got to accomplish any of her goals before she gets married. She's, Which is so stupid, because she she took it upon herself. Kevin told her not to quit school, and she quit school all on her own. Well, she unquit after that, but... yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's. But you make a you make a really good point. She's the one that kept on pressuring him to. She's like getting in her own way and then blaming everyone else. Yeah, like she spent like most of this season after she realized she wanted to marry him, like waiting for the engagement and pressuring him to like propose. And then he proposed. Now they're getting married, and she's like, "Wait, maybe this isn't what I want." Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, because. Somebody comes to the rescue. So Mary and her her date come, and her date is Matt. So somehow Mary was able to... Oh, she was in Buffalo. That's yeah, how we... Yeah. So she met Matt somewhere in New York, presumably, and, and Sarah couldn't make it because they didn't want to pay the actress. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're assuming here. Um, and yeah, Matt takes it upon himself as a big brother duty to kind of be the person who... Um, talks Lucy out of 
not getting married. Um, While this is all happening, Ben and Mrs. Kinkirk arrive and... uh, but, like, because Ben looks a mess and he got into a fight with Chandler and Roxy, Simon is the best man now. <laughs> I don't understand any of this. Um, Roxy and Chandler arrive, and she promptly gets into a fight with Hank and Julie, who arrive, because... Because she finds out that Hank and Julie's kids had the flu, so she's like, oh, Hank, when I gave you a ride the other night, you gave me the flu. I just want to backpedal a little bit to when Roxanne comes across Hank. Um, we learn that they know each other because they apparently met on Christmas at the Camden house. Apparently. What the hell was Roxanne doing at the Camden house on Christmas? Whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Especially because we know that Terry Richardson is in... In Glen Oak. So, she like, she has her own family. Yeah. Um, and why weren't we told about this? <laughs> like, right. Like, what a weird... Like, either... Either make uh, make up a story that makes sense or don't make one up yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. Just be like, oh, they passingly know each other. Yeah, everything... like, I've seen you around. Yeah. Like, oh, you work with, like, Lucy's uh, fiancé, yeah. don't you? Oh, like, There's no need. We'll believe you if you just tell it, tell it to us. Yeah, but, like, this whole nonsense about, yeah. like, Christmas dinner at the Camdens, I'm not buying it. Um, so, obviously, Matt succeeds in his heart-to-heart. His main, like... What his main, like, his speech is mainly about the fact that every day now he sees people, like, people's lives get cut short and they have so many regrets. And I just want to say, he's in his first year of med school. That's all I have to say. He might be in his second year now. I can't remember. No, because he he left for med school at the end of season six after the marriage. Yeah. So, and it's been... So he doesn't see anything other than the library. He's just memorizing books He's just getting ready for step one or step two. What what are the steps? The steps. Of, like, alcohol recovery? No, um, it's a, it's the test that you need. You need to pass, like, step one. Oh, okay. They're, like, you, these are the tests you have to take in med school to be a doctor. Okay. Um, anyway, so what we get is something very strange happens um, because the Rev walks onto the pulpit? Is that what it's called? Um, he's on the altar. He's not at the pulpit. Oh. Um, and then there's, like, a standing O just for the Rev. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, my God, he's back. He's back. Which is, it's like, it's the kind of applause you'd hear for, like, a rock star at a Except concert. Except it's not that crowded, so it's like... I know. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. But also it's for the Rev, who doesn't deserve that. No. And, yeah. Um, then, obviously, the wedding happens, and we have um, Kevin standing with the Rev, and then Simon walks in with Annie. The twins walk in with the rings. Uh, Ruthie walks in by herself. And then, very strangely, Ben and Mary walk in together, and we get a bunch of... Little, uh, like, they're just going back and forth, like a bunch of, like, kind of one-liners where, like, Mary's like, are you seeing anyone? And Ben's like, are you seeing anyone? And, like, oh, he's like, I, I was I was going to come... Oh, wait, Ben lies, and he yeah. says, I came to see you in Florida last week, and Mary's like, I was in Buffalo. So, like, I don't know, it's supposed to be cute or something, or maybe not. Maybe it's supposed to make us hate them. I don't, it just, it's, a lot of it is, like, very sloppy writing, because Ben's like, you, Mary says you could have called, and Ben says, well, you could have called, but we do know that Mary was calling last week. Right, because she was on the phone with Ruthie. Yeah. But Ruthie just wouldn't let her talk to Ben. And then, we know that Ben didn't go to Florida, so, but then he's saying he did go to Florida. I think that was just him lying to be like, oh, I was, I went there for you, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't find you. And then, and then all of a sudden, Ben's like, "Wait, are you hanging out with Robbie in Florida?" Like, there's just like all this. So we they didn't totally throw away Robbie in this episode. I know this is when they mention it, but it's weird for him to be mentioned there and not like, yeah, oh, he couldn't make it to the wedding. 
Um, so yeah, then the wedding happens. They have traditional wedding vows because they want everybody in the church to remember their own wedding vows because because they're not original. Imagine what those the personal vows would sound like. But Who also knows? because I think that's a little pretentious and kind of like condescending and patronizing. Like you, you're at our wedding. Remember your own wedding vows. Stick to them. It's like. I don't know. I don't think, I, who, I don't care. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't care. The wedding happens. Everybody said, like, it's like supposed it to goes, be. It goes through, yeah. It's like supposed to be silly because, oh, they're so excited for, to get married. Lucy jumps the gun on saying I do, yeah, so everybody has a laugh. And then, I don't know, there's a lot of laughter during the wedding. There's a lot of shots of, like, extras that we've never seen before in our lives. Uh, oh, we The caught- twins are the ring bearers, so, like, we have, and they're dressed, like, Sailors. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention, Grandpa Jackson does show up, uh, obviously, with Gabrielle, and the, Annie's really happy. And, yeah, that's it. That's, they walk, yeah, they get married, and then they're, she's, they're Mr. and Mrs. King Kirk, and it fades to black, and it says, created by Brenda Hampton. Beautiful. Um, okay, I'm rating this a two. Okay, I'm going to give it a f- Oh, I just didn't too much. I don't know too much about like, is it going to happen after the whole build of like, obviously it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you want to see what marital life for, uh, Kevin and Lucy is like. Or Ruthie's hideous bridesmaid dress. Yes, um, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CamdenCast. On Twitter and Instagram, our handle on both of those platforms is at CamdenCastShow. Uh, you can email us, CamdenCast at gmail.com. And you can continue listening. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast, on the Apple iTunes podcast app, and on Stitcher. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi. This is CamdenCast. <laughs>